welcome to uh, episode uh, 15, 16. It could be. It could be. Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Episode something of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Robert. And I'm Max. Hey, guys. What up? What up? Yo. What's Yo, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, this is the MTV Raps podcast. Yeah. I'm chill. I'm rapping. I'm flow. And I think together we're pretty fresh. Dope. Sweet. It's graffiti. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we really got the rap culture down, huh? Uh, I'm sorry I'm glad that all rappers that do, graffiti. do graffiti. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, also, not all rappers are fresh, so let's let's also make that A lot of tired well. stereotypes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very true. Hey, so, hey guys, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. Hey. Having a good one, yep. Yeah? Yeah. Great. Well, guys, uh, as the episode title has indicated, we saw... Doctor Strange. Because the episode title indicated the it. Episode, yeah. These episode titles have been picked out for us. We don't get to choose what movie we see. They come in the mail, we read them, and they're like, oh, I guess <laughs> we're seeing Doctor Strange. We get a big a big envelope with a question mark on it. We open, we all come together, we open it, and then we go see the movie together. Um, no, we all saw this movie separately from each other at different times. Um, the best way to do it. The best these way two to do guys. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to... Like, I scream a lot during movies. Robert cries a lot during movies, and Max. We don't want to know. He's usually really at the concession stand. He makes up most of his review. It's kind of buttery in this movie. <laughs> Sounds like he's buttering up the uh, concessions worker. Guys? Uh, Hello? <laughs> Max and Robert. He's not supposed to be behind the counter doing that. <laughs> um, so, what did you guys think of Doctor Strange? I, I enjoyed it, I liked it. It, it that I can't. It's I feel like it's impossible to say I liked it without making it sound like it's a qualified luke, or like lukewarm. Yeah, yeah, like it's one of those things where it, it's safe. I would say mm-hmm. it, it it doesn't do anything. Maybe like some of the visuals and things, but it doesn't do anything that I didn't expect it to kind of do. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that sense, and I understand, you know, this is everything's a business, so it has to be target a lot of different demographics. But I feel like. It could have gotten even crazier, even even more magical if it was like maybe a James Gunn at the helm or something that they didn't sure wasn't important for their next actual phase of yeah. their films. But overall, I enjoyed it. There were there were elements I didn't expect, and other parts where it still felt like mm-hmm. it was rehashing all the same mm-hmm. kind of moments from mm-hmm. other Marvel movies. It's funny yeah. you mentioned James Gunn. Did you know that in the so the the Stan Lee scene in the movie. What was um, the? He's in the. He's in a bus when like they're like. Oh, he's reading a book yeah, reading on a like book on, chakras yeah. or inner. Yeah. Um, that scene was actually filmed. It was directed by James Gunn. That like Stanley, because like, already he didn't direct it, but he filmed them. I guess Stanley filmed four scenes in one day, for like upcoming movies. Oof! I hope we got a rest after yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. One was for Doctor Strange. One was for Guardians. And I think James Gunn filmed three of them. For the new Guardians, you mean? Yes, for the new Guardians. Oh, okay. And then the third one is a... Spoilers, now we know he's going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. And the third one, he didn't say what it was. He was like, the the third one I can't say. So... Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. It'll just be him walking around uh, Wakanda. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah, as a tourist, yeah. Huh? Um, So, yeah, just a little... Little tie-in with the James little Gunner. tidbit there. Yeah. Well, hey, he got he got his hands in there. Well, yeah. you know what I mean, though. It just, I, I, what do you guys feel? I just feel like it, it surprised me in in some places, but I think overall it was hitting the same beats that we've been kind of accustomed to. It felt very much like Iron Man, like the sure. first of most of those films. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought like in terms of a like the scope of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think it's probably one of their weaker movies, but not mm-hmm. that. That's by no means a bad movie it just to me kind of felt like it's it just kind of teetered on being one of their weaker it, outings it's one of those ones where when it comes out i'm kind of like if this had come out four or five years ago i think people would be really excited but because yeah. we've seen a lot of this and not just from marvel now it, it does feel a little but mainly just from marvel <laughs> but true true i mean yeah. the, unfortunately this one you have to start comparing them to their own so when you yeah. say the weakest marvel movie that isn't necessarily an insult because it's still better than other movies or yes. other superhero movies, yeah. but that's also not an excuse at this point. The, yeah. They they know what's worked, and mm-hmm. they've heard the criticism from way back years ago on some of these other films that yeah. didn't do so well. There's really no excuse not to kind of uh, uh, 
bolster the material a little bit, you know, you know, kind of break the norms a little bit. You know people are going to go and sit in the seat. Yeah. Give them something a little different in, yeah. in some situations. What did you think, Max? Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Identical. I thought that it was, like, one of the... Not the greatest Marvel movie, but still better than most other movies. And, and part of that's origin story stuff. You know, like, how, how different can you make... You know, person is set in their ways, loses something or is affected by something, hero's journey, yeah. fails, tries again, blah, blah, blah. And, like, and you can repackage that in different ways, but I also think I've seen movies where they have turned that on their head a little mm-hmm. bit. So so in that sense, I'm a little, I was a little disappointed in some ways, but yeah. it was also very different than I expected in some ways, yeah. too. It was a lot funnier than I was expecting it to be. Like, hmm. I, I know that, like, Marvel movies kind of follow that trope of, like, like they're serious things followed by zingers followed sure. by something catastrophic happening with like zingers thrown in it i just thought like i thought his comic timing was a lot funnier than i was expecting um as we were uh, discussing how to pronounce his name for the podcast chuatel edge of four edge of four edge yeah. of four um i thought he was surprisingly funny and not that i don't think he'd be funny but just like there was people in the movie whose performances i guess from the previews and stuff i wasn't really expecting to be all that funny and I thought it was funnier than I was I'm, anticipating. I, I liked some of the humor. I, I feel like some of the jokes fell a little flat for me, but um, I guess one thing, too, is that, like, almost everyone, even the bad guy at one point is, you know, doc, you know, Mr. Doctor and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And, and it's a little funny thing where it's like, aren't you trying to take over the... Why are you even quipping right now? But I, I wonder how much of this stuff is, like, a, a response, even on Marvel's part, to... DC. Not even DC, but... People assuming like well, this isn't like Marvel where they have a good blend of stuff and they're like oh we always have to have a good blend so and so mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder are they hurting themselves by saying like oh we could make this a little more serious but we need to make sure we pepper it all these little jokes like all of these monk people in this society at some point or another have like a little bit of a quip which yeah. you know is a way to kind of ground them in humanity but some of them feel like they're too serious to be joking at times so yeah. it, it worked and it didn't for me I, I it's you know, something I can concede, you know, to each their own. I Some of them fell flat and some of them, some of them didn't. So, yeah. Yeah. I actually like the Mads Lonely, the Mr. Doctor. I love that. I, I, I mean, I reference that, but that is like yeah. probably one of my favorite ones where it's just, it's just a mistake on, on his part. Yeah. Um, who was I talking to that didn't even like the fact that his name was Doctor Strange? And I'm like, well, you can't, I mean, <laughs> this is from an old comic and like, you know, that's his character and that's just, you, you can't do that. Right. Yeah. Um, well, what should we, I mean, should we kind of talk about the plot a little bit, or sure, uh, what did we think of, of Benedict? His, I thought his accent every once in a while was distracting. <laughs> like, every, there's certain times where, like, he would say a word, and I'm just like, oh, right, I, I, I almost forgot that he's an English guy doing an American accent. No, he's and, American. What accent are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> are you talking about my American accent? Um... <laughs> It just, I, I thought he did a good job. I, I think, it wasn't very distracting I for thought me. For like the majority of the movie, I was not distracted by it, but then every once in a while he'd say something, and just like, I was like, oh, that sounded weird. And it just, it would take me out for like a brief second, but not for like an extended period of time, and nothing so catastrophic. I'm like, well, this movie sucks. I'm not going to watch I think it thing. has more to do with me knowing he's English and then like f- focusing more <clears throat> yeah. than it being, because he's. You know, he's talking to the ancient one at one point, at one point, and he's like, I didn't come across the world to hear about third eyes and chakras and blah, blah, blah. And there's nothing wrong with how he's saying it, but because I know he's trying to say it as an American, oh, yeah. it, it, it almost, there's almost an enunciation that I kind of pick up. I, I, don't, I think it's more of, like, your ear and what you expect to hear from him a little bit. Yeah. I didn't find it too distracting either, Max. I thought it was, you know. Oh, that was fine. So calm down. Yeah. <laughs> so sit back down, sit back You've down. Been monster since this podcast yeah. started. <laughs> Let go of my collar, put me down. <laughs> Just don't say a bad word about Benedict. Either one of them. I'm I, I'm excited to see him interact with other uh, Marvel heroes. Yeah. Spoiler, I, I, so slight spoiler: the like mid credit scene is. Did, did you guys stay for the credit yeah, scene? Okay. Did you not? That's crazy because I didn't hear anything before or after. Maybe I didn't actually. Wow. That's so weird. Mid, I don't know why I didn't... The mid-credits scene, then, oh my god! Doctor Strange sitting down for tea with Thor. Oh! Like, 
How do you not know to stay for these? I, I'm credits? because I guess I didn't. Usually, there's an announcement or someone says like Nobody stay. announces. No, usually the theater man comes down and they've, says, "They've had 13. little boy, little boy, don't forget to stay for the mid credit sequence." I go, "Thank you, Thurs. Thank you. Uh, I love Doctor Strange." And he said, "Okay, I'll see you later. Okay, when you see it again." Oh boy, well that's a bummer because I knew I had heard they were filming. Something and I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what went through my head. Okay, so I was. We were even sitting yeah. there. I was watching the credits go by, and then eventually we got up. But I didn't. It didn't even like, like, like this. Yeah, this like forty-five this seconds into the credits. This this thirteen movie trend it. is just gonna switch right now. I'm yeah. pretty sure of it. it must have been, like, I must have just left the theater like literally when That's it came insane. up. Then I don't know what to tell you. You're an insane you, person. I guess so. You were at the concession stand. Yeah. 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 You were pulling the max. You were flirting at the concessions. Yeah, yeah. I was buttering someone up in the lobby. So, in the mid-credits scene, Doctor Strange meets with Thor, okay. and instead of tea, he turns his tea into a, a mead, and so he's, like, asking him about his brother, because, like, his brother keeps crossing realms, and he's, like... Wait, what? Because Loki has been, like, crossing realms and stuff, and so he's... Did, so, but wait a minute. Okay, we talked about this earlier, though. What does Thor know about... About Loki? Loki, since the events of the second Thor movie. He, he, ins- he insinuates... He, well, he knows that his father's missing... Oh. In, uh, at the in this end credit scene, the incendiaries of his father's missing. Does he kind of insinuate that he knows Loki's alive, though? See, that's a big deal to have off screen. I don't know. It sounded like he said, like, you know, m- well, my brother is causing mischief or something. There was Maybe some just ask, is it, was yeah. he just asking about that since yeah. he could do that? Yeah. Hmm. And so they kind of imply that, like, Doctor Strange might help out with Thor. Wow. Maybe in the next Thor movie. Yeah. I- I think some people are assuming that like that means that when the Thor movie comes up, it's just going to start at beyond that. Yeah. But I think that it could very well start in the middle. It could lead up to. At, yeah, at some point in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll re-air the scene from <clears throat> Doctor Strange in its entirety. And... Yeah. <laughs> the exciting tea scene that I missed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll flash a thing on screen that says, it, for any dummy that left Doctor Strange. So he learned, like, was that something he just learned on the fly is how to make tea in a mead? Is that, like, one of his training things that he did in this movie we didn't get to see? Because if there's <laughs> one, one the thing, and we, we can jump into it, but what, if there's one thing that I think didn't, it didn't do a super good job for me was I had no concept of how long he was training. Mm-hmm. It, it, it implied that he read faster than people, but in that in that way I was like, oh, I guess he can read five books in a day sure. and then it learned he learns that he can read while he's asleep in his astral form which is badass that was awesome yeah um but it, i didn't get a good sense of like how long he was training or like what level he was at at that point did or not, like did uh rachel McGann's character not say like you've been gone for blank amount of time she was like you've been gone for a whole montage that's <laughs> <laughs> what she said i you've think you've been gone for 35 mi- movie minutes i can't <laughs> movie minutes yeah well i have an age and nothing else has happened at this hospital but um, no, I just, that was one thing where I, I don't know, it just, it, I didn't feel like the progress as much. It was, it was more like a fashion montage where it was just like him in and out, yeah. boom, he's got slightly different clothes on now, he's read a, this stack of books and it just his felt like, and also I, com- I know I'm complaining about it and also does not mean I would have liked, yeah, 35 whole minutes devoted to all of his different <laughs> yeah. practices and stuff. It you just, want to see like the full like six months of training. He's he's a yeah. savant, so it's like you have to have him going even faster than the other people. Yeah. But it it still was hard for me to track kind of how long he'd even been training yeah. since the events of, of the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, do we want to talk about like the plot? We, we got off track. Do we want to talk about the plot at all? What do you think of like the movie overall story? Like, um, it. it it kind of tracks, like we were talking about, kind of tracks the Marvel cliche of, like, sort of egocentric person has a fall from grace and then has to kind of redeem themselves through, you know, coming back down to Earth. And the, Except in this one, he literally <laughs> leaves Earth. Earth. Um, on the astral plane. Um, but it, it does follow that path of, like, this is a person who has it all together, you know, is like, is the shit, and then all of a sudden something catastrophic happens, and then they have to rebuild their whole life. So it, was, it kind of follows that trend, which is not bad. But it's fine. It, it makes kind of, you usually connect with yeah, the person. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately that kind of seems to be the atypical solo Marvel movie mm-hmm. plot. Um, Iron Man, Thor. Sure. Or, like, I guess Captain America didn't really have that but he story, was... but... Yeah, not a fall from grace per se, but someone who was almost the opposite thrust, power yeah. thrust upon him and yeah. having to, like, deal with that also. Yeah. So. 
Um, but I thought, I, I guess the reasoning why he needed to go find someone to magically fix him was was interesting. He's a one of the most successful neurosurgeons in the country. Gets into a car accident because he can't look away from his phone. I love that at the end. By the way, at the end of the movie, there's a don't don't drive and text. Oh really? Thing. I guess I really should have stayed. The, the first credits, thing I did was like, text afterwards yeah, and yeah, yeah. driving yeah. on top of a car. Yeah. Um, it, that also I knew it was coming, but it still yeah. freaked me out when that. Well, that was like horrific. Yeah. The crash was like, yeah, that was pretty crazy. So he. Gets into a car crash, ends up, like, with his hands just completely... They go into, like, the console of his car. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they he wakes up in, an, in a hospital bed. His hands look like they have, like... Well, they have metal bars through them, and he said... I could think the great irony is he said the only person that could have actually fixed me is was Ms. Me. me. Yeah. So. Oops. Uh-oh. <laughs> Although I don't know what neurosurgery has to do with the hands. Is it, I mean, was he only a neurosurgeon? I thought that's what they kept saying, was that he was a neurosurgeon. So, but he, uh, does that extend to, like, and I don't mean, I have no, nothing about surgery, but, like, if you're a surgeon, I mean, assuming you have some basic anatomy, like, in a pinch, could you fix someone's hands, or would you really <laughs> need a specialist? Because is he just, is he also that smart that he has other, uh, other, you know, professions in mm-hmm. surgery that he could actually have actually helped his hands? Or would he have been like, oh, the- darn it, I put a brain in my hands. Yeah. He would have to be the best in that thing that he didn't specialize in. He's the best in. in the neurosurgery field, but also pretty good in all the other fields of yeah, surgery. Yeah, not pretty good. Also the best at every other... <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the best at everything, but I don't know then. his... Like, he most definitely he was digging around in someone's brain earlier, but yeah, then maybe implies that he could also have fixed himself. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so he... He he tries to get every medical treatment that he can. He spends pretty much all of his money on experimental treatments. Except for his selling his penthouse. It's a very nice penthouse. <laughs> yeah. <in Denver>. yeah. <laughs> um, so he, or maybe his fleet of watches. I'm not sure. Um, his, yeah, that rotating stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he hears that there is a, a man who's like who had become like he crippled like been crippled on a job site or something. Uh, Benjamin Brad. Um, was that Benjamin Brad? It was Benjamin Brad. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, he had been crippled and paralyzed, but then he went to see these mystics and all of a sudden came back and he, he could magically walk again. So he goes to find him, finds him, and he tells him to go to... What was the name of the... Goo. Goo. <laughs> I thought Edge of Four was hard. Um, car... Car... Kamarsh, Karshman? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Cartman. 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 <laughs> yeah, Eric Cartman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cartman. It's not cashmere. It's not cashmere. It's it's not Catman Two or Catman Do. Um, <laughs> it's um, matter. It's not Karth. What else it's, isn't it? Oh <laughs> boy, you wouldn't believe the things it isn't. Um, it's is it important? That's the real be, question here. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need? Well, to know? are people really waiting to know what the name of it is? Because the point is, he goes there, and boy, does he look. For some help, and the name of that place is. Well, it is in Kathmandu. Oh, okay. The name of the place is Kamartaj. 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 Yeah. That's right. Okay. But is that a real place? So it's in Kathmandu, which is real. Yeah. Is Kamartaj a real I place? No, I doubt okay. it. Maybe Everything the same with the, maybe the, same with the lab area is a real place. I saw a video that was on YouTube that was like a recommended video for me. It was like scientists debunk Doctor Strange. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. No duh. I'm not clicking your shit. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um, we so, we matched this face. It's an actor yeah. called Benedict Cumberbatch. He wouldn't gray at the temples this soon. Um, so, oh, so he finds the ancient one who is played by Tilda Swinton, who we, we didn't mention we see her face off against Mad, Mads Mikkelsen's character uh, yeah. in the starting of the movie. Don't ask me to remember his character's name. Jesus, yeah. I was trying to remember before the podcast, too, and I cannot remember... I, ugh, I can't try. Yeah, I don't even know if I Mads. know the first Let's letter. Mads. Yeah, Mads. Um, but I liked the. Sh- she gives him just a little glimpse of, kind of like the magic realm and, yeah. and stuff like that. And I liked that sequence. I, I liked him flying around and breaking apart into different pieces yeah. and all the, and his finger becoming hands with other hands on it and yeah. him grabbing the edge of his own eyeball and slipping into it and there was a lot of stuff in that part where. I think for the 
for the layman would be like, oh my god, this is the trippiest thing I've yeah. ever seen. But for me, even if I've seen, you know, other crazy visuals in a lot of different movies, like, I thought it was very it's creative. So interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was very creative. It was a very cool way to show, like, even a fraction of what his brain would be going through at that moment. Yeah, yeah that, that's kind of how I thought about it, is that, it, like, it seems like they were trying to blow people away, and instead I was like, I was kind of impressed with where they went with the vi- visual imagery, mm-hmm. but it just seemed like... Uh, they were kind of following, like, this is the psychedelic trope. This yeah, what, it, what, it, there were parts that were like a velvet glow-in-the-dark poster. Where yeah. it's kind of like, someone had one of these in their garage still, like their mm-hmm. dad bought it for them a long time ago, and they were like, well, something like this, like, this will, you know, freak it's out really the squares. Um, yeah, so there was some stuff where, and I don't mean to put it down in that sense, but like, there was some stuff where it was like, can you believe how we, there's like globs of stuff floating around? It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've seen this before. Sure, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. That, that kind of bugged me if we can skip ahead to the end. Sure. It goes to that like time list. The dimension. dimension. Yeah. yeah. The dark dimension. So, and it's just yeah. like, it's kind of a black light orbs glowing around and like, yeah. it looks fa- vaguely like the inside The environment of the body was the least interesting like part of that. But beyond that, they're kind of like, this is a place without time. And yet he, like, arrives at a certain point and then does things in order and all this stuff. So it's, it's mm. like they were trying to, they they kind of set the stuff out, but they didn't do anything to actually make it heady. They just wanted it to seem heady mm. and kind of, like, follow these. That's like, an interesting... I have a friend who did Acid once, and he liked these kind of posters, so I'm putting that in the movie well, also, rather than, like... Like, I think the idea of saying that it's an it's a... It's a dimension without time is like an interesting thing to say, but in practice, yeah. they couldn't really do it. Yeah, like, but you can, mm, you can touch on it. You can There's, touch on it. Exactly. Yeah. You can't. That's what I was saying. Like, you could give them a free pass. Like, this is a movie and yeah. we're existing in but, a time that like follows this way. But you could do something like Memento or something. Have just have things like move differently than you would expect. Yeah. Something to throw you off rather than just like, this is time. Yeah. Crazy rules are okay as long as you stick to your crazy rules. So if they tell me that there's a dimension without time, but they don't explain how that works, and then they do something with time in it, it's... And that's the danger of any time travel or any manipulation like that in any movie, is you Mm. almost certainly have some plot hole or some loophole or some weird instance where they're kind of fudging on their own rules a little yeah. bit. And we, I, I do want to talk about that because that is one of the more interesting and, like, my favorite parts is, like, kind of the, the, the actual ending. Yeah. But, um, where, I mean, at the, I mean, basically he... Mads Nicholson steals pieces, pages from a book that would help him summon raise Dormammu. Dormammu, which is this, yeah, being who basically just consumes all... And, I don't know, did you guys think it was Thanos at first? Because they show the eye and they zoom into it and it's like got these ripples on it, and I was like, "Oh, purple with a big eye, it's mm-hmm. Thanos. They're mm-hmm. gonna summon Thanos to and come." He kind of had that the chin a little bit, too, yeah. but when they show him in motion, it almost yeah. looks like his whole face is kind of like a puddle that's like yeah. moving. I think because, uh, and this is just because of like familiarity of Doctor Strange, I I knew it was gonna be Dormammu, but it did kind of it did have similar features to Thanos. And it heard, yeah. I, I mean, it heard that sort of floated around and I assumed, oh, Mads will, Mads Mikkelsen will be the kind of conduit for the big, the big bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, is any of us, are any of us upset that they didn't do, like, the flaming head, like, samurai armor Dormammu yeah. from, yeah. like, <laughs> the Marvel versus Capcom or anything? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm not too I sad. Mean, yeah. I think, like, in, in keeping with, like, the tone of, like, the magical realms and, like, how, how weird things can be, having him look like a comic book guy with, like, mm. armor and complete physical form and just a smiling kind of gesture face and fire wouldn't wouldn't have done it for me. Yeah. I kind of like that they did something different. A lot of the times, you know, I feel like a lot of people get nitpicky about, oh, his outfit's not perfect, yeah. and oh, the cape should be uh, up in the That's here. me. <laughs> That's you. But, I mean, but you didn't mind Sumner. the change for... <laughs> yeah. uh, in the case of Dormammu, I don't really care. Most of the time when it's like, uh, I- I'm sure he's a big deal to a lot of people, but... It seems also like he hasn't been included in comics for a decade or so, yeah, yeah. if not he, more. He could have, he might have been overdue for a revamp. So, yeah. and I'm, I was fine with the way they they showed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Mad steals the paper. He wants to summon him, and there's a couple different fights because there's three different kind of epicenters around the world that magic, the people of, who practice magic on Earth, protect Earth from mm-hmm. outside forces. Yeah, those were kind of uh, sparse to say the least. Like when they went to him. There was one dude protecting the yeah. Yeah. New York one. One guy in the whole place, and then they just ran around an empty building, a huge building in the middle of New York. There was no one in it. Like, 
I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just thinking of, like, geography in the completely wrong way, but, like, did it seem like maybe it should be somewhere other than New York if yeah. it's going to be in London? Um, oh, meaning, like, geographically, like, having should... those coverage for the planet? Yeah. New York, London, yeah. Uh, and then what was the other one? Hong Kong? Hong Kong. Eh, Hong Kong is, like, the furthest from either of those, yeah. so that works, that works out for me. But I feel like, I mean, unfortunately, that's just, like... It's just the big popular cities that need to get destroyed. It's, it's so everything that happens in Marvel happens in but, New York. So. Yeah, what kind of bugged me is that it seemed like they were supposed to be there for a long time. I don't know. I yeah. guess they didn't say when they set up this net. But well, like, New York would have had to have existed because it was like a building, right? So yeah. like they would have had to have had. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how long has New York been around in so, terms of? Which also means that like we weren't as protected at one point because we only had the London one. Mm -hmm. And or possibly the Hong Kong one at some point, but yeah, New York seems like it'd be a much newer, newer one. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there wasn't as much uh, magical threats at that point. Yeah. It just didn't seem like it's fine, whatever they go with. But it didn't seem like they really thought those things out very much. They just needed something to explain. They definitely didn't feel as as filled out for sure. Um, there should have been some wizards casting spells in there. Probably <laughs> there is nothing. Yeah. Should have been some Harry Potters running around. Some some was, Harry Potters. It was weird that like yeah when so I guess we're skipping around a lot, but it was weird when Doctor Strange did get to the New York, um, the New York chapter of sanctuary. The, yeah, the sanctuary. Um, that there was like one dude in there, but like he had a hard time finding him. Like it wasn't even like he was standing guard somewhere. It was, like, Hello. He was like yelling out. Is anybody here? Hello? I think it's just like hazing for the new guy. Yeah. Like, just kinda, <laughs> like he was like sneaking behind him like a yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like his shadow magically yeah. for a second or something like that. Um, well, I mean, what did you think too? Like of like the magic, I mean, I think you were sort of excited, Max, when you saw the trailers of like the yeah. glyphs and the kind of, the way they were representing the magic. Like, did you like how most of that turned out? Uh, in a way, yeah. I like to see the glyphs still. I, th I thought that was cool that they were in there. But they kind of only did... Three versions of it. Which, which yeah, the like, time one, which was green, and green, it was like a bracelet yeah. on him, too, and you could kind of... He was, like, rewinding on, like, an old yeah. VCR or something. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was expecting most from him, is to do the green stuff. And then everyone else did, like, the sparky yellow. Sparky yellow. I kind of like the, the when they would pull the strings apart between their hands and then kind of whip at people and, yeah. like, burn and restrain them. I thought mm -hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, and then all the bad guys used the purple stuff. Yeah. Or the warbly kind of, like, invisible spears, Smoke. too. Yeah. I, those ones are okay, kind of looking. Um, yeah. I do like when the Ancient One kind of set up a glyph in front of Doctor Strange and then, you know, hit it, and it kind of, it, it was like it was hot and kind of blowing on him, and it was just kind of like, this isn't crazier looking than the one you first made. Like, yeah. I don't know if I was, I don't know, it was just kind of, it was just kind of funny. But I, overall, I liked the visuals of, of mm -hmm. the magic. I thought that looked yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, so we pick up, uh, so Doctor Strange has been training in, I already forgot the name of the place. Carmitage. Carmitage. Um, and he's been training there for an unknown period of time. Yeah. He starts to get a bit of a handle on astral projection and, um, glyph <laughs> manipulation. What's um, it called? A, to, what lets you teleport? A switch ring? Yeah, switch ring. Yeah. That was weird. It was a little weird. They, they kind of... They yeah, like, why? I guess it's just so somebody could get stuck. Somewhere. I think it's like, yeah, yeah, to anchor you, but it feels like with all this stuff, you can immediately... They even, he even complains at one point that he can't make this portal, and then this kind of ancient kind of Chinese guy comes out and doesn't have... is missing a hand and mm -hmm. still does the glyph, so it really kind of puts him in his place. But, yeah, it seems like with all this manipulation, like, why would you need a physical thing that someone could take off your finger and, like, totally screw you over? Yeah. It was... I mean... Maybe you have to you have to cripple that power in some way. Sure. So, um, so he he comes across the eye of Agamotto. Yeah, and that's what allows him to manipulate time. But like, is it so? They kind of establish that there's certain things that only respond to certain people. Was that like was the it eye was of a Agamotto? Harry Potter wand kind of thing? Yeah. where, Like the wand chooses you, not the other <clears> way around. So as soon as he walked through the New York chapter. Past his display case, the the cape reacted a little yeah. bit. Um, the floating cape of Fillory. Well, yeah. I don't know, but there's. I was missing because I guess that's probably a thing in the comic. Was it just the cape of levitation? <coughs> something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something. I'm putting yeah. too much importance on it. Well, doesn't he in the comics do all sorts of like? By the chakras of Mambazar, yeah. blah blah, and he yeah. has like big, like yeah. wordy things that he says. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe that was like a nod, was like the Eye of Agamotto and stuff. They kind of putting some of the big, big yeah. long name things in there. Eye yeah. of Agamotto is definitely from it. I I hope they do more of that. I hope, 
And yeah. I hope they even move Thor to more of like by, you know, Odin's beard and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be good. I'd like um, that. So he comes across the Eye of Agamotto and learn, like uses it to... Bring to, an apple back from the dead. To, yeah, <laughs> over and over again. Um, but he uses it to fill in the missing pages from the tome that uh, that Mads Nicholson stole. Mm-hmm. So he sees that that um, Dormammu is like the the ruler of the dark dimension and, and kind of like anti life or anti life. But he also is that where he sees that that the ancient one has been drawing some of her power from. He realizes by looking at the incantations that the only way she could have stayed alive, I think, yeah. is by tapping into like the dark energy from his dimension. Yeah. It, I, we have to take it on his account. Like it's weird symbols, and yeah. he says he can read it, and then they're like, "Oh my god!" and and they don't believe him either. Yeah, uh, she, uh, she cops to it. So later on, she cops to it, but Mordo yeah. and Wong don't believe that at first that yeah. she would that anyone would tap into that and use that is forbidden yeah. for everyone. So yeah, but um, and then he's rocking the Eye of Agamotto the rest of the movie too, yeah. which is probably not to anyone's surprise an Infinity Gem. Yeah, the big, time gem. The time gem. Um, so I guess, yeah, we jump around a little bit, we have the astral fight in the hospital, which I thought was cool. Yeah, so he is stabbed by one of, um, the mindless ones, or is he stabbed by Mads? No, it's one of the mindless guys, I think. I think. So he's stabbed by him, he gets transported to his hospital, where he finds Rachel McAdams again, Mm. and has her operate on him, but as he's being operated on one of the mindless ones, astral projects to the hospital... And they have, like, a astral projection fight, which is, like, pretty... Pretty creative, and I like that even when they would slam through stuff, it would sort of just jostle it a little bit, or knock something over. I thought that whole scene, I guess mainly the beginning of that scene, that Rachel McAdams was way too cool with what was going on. Yeah, when when he appears in front of her and is like, oh, touch that part of my heart, or, you know, inject it here, it should have been... Yeah, yeah, he, he pops sh- out in his astral form, just a ghost that's speaking to her for the first time. Her, and, she, and her first her reaction is, type. are you dead? And it's yeah. like, no, like you're seeing a ghost. Have like, I never <laughs> just paid attention to what happens when people die? Does she always leave the room right away after <laughs> yeah. her surgery's yeah. over? Okay, I'm done, bye. Yeah. Like me with the credits, I just uh, couldn't wait around, right? <laughs> um, I, I like that fight overall. It was a creative way mm-hmm. to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, um, I do like, he defeats the guy by having her shock him yeah. and like, the energy kind of transference kind of burns that guy out back yeah. in the New York sector, which was pretty heavy. Yeah. Like, he nuked that dude. Um, yeah, Doctor Strange is a murderer. Oh, for yes. Yeah. I mean, by... He, well, he make, doesn't... He only make, out of defense, but yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, okay. I do love, too, the... So the, Isn't that something that he brings up in the movie, though? That, like, he's he was a doctor, and, like, now he's murdering Now people? he's only killed people, yeah. and, and he's doing completely the opposite. But yeah. I think which is one of the reasons he was kind of talking about the time stuff, but um, when he goes back, when he's in the New York one, he gets his, the cape chooses him, basically, yeah. and really helps him out in a lot of... Did you guys like the cape kind of being, like, a separate, like, mind of its own entity? I mm, I'm not sure. I, I think I like it more in the sense of, like, you were about to fall and, like, hit the ground, I prevent you from falling. Yeah. I don't like it as much, like, it's I'm just gonna poke, I'm gonna poke here. you. Like, in, I'm just going to be kind of annoying and poke you. It's like, also like okay, well, we're yeah. giving you hints as to what to do. Uh, I don't know. Like, maybe if it chooses you, then it's it's stands to reason that it also has some sort of knowledge of its own. Like, you're going for the weapon. What you need is this thing to yeah. stall. Like, yeah. well, I don't know. I, I It's it's tough. I don't know. I liked Aladdin, and it's good to see that the magic carpet has gotten more work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Um, I did love the weird um, suit that he throws on Maz Mickelson that kind of pulls him apart and ties him up and kind yeah, of stretches yeah. him out and makes it so he can't cast any spells or anything. And I also and liked... For oh, people in the podcast that are listening to the podcast, <laughs> you can't see the motions that Robert, Robert just made, but they're also, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> not that you guys didn't see the movie yourselves, but it kind of it bends and contorts. He throws this kind of like trap suit onto Maz Mickelson and it kind of bends all of his limbs out and puts him in this kind of position where he can't cast anything He can't else. do anything except give a great monologue yeah. about wanting to like change the earth and how everything needs to go back to darkness. And I was like, he was crying his purple makeup off. I was yeah. like, this dude's doing it. He's the villain in Doctor Strange and he's yeah. selling it. It's yeah. great. I, I loved him. I thought he was excellent. Um, still kind of like, I want everything to end, but it was out of a 
he initially got into the magic stuff because he'd lost his family, right? So it's sort of this tragic thing where he he went completely the wrong direction. He went sort of, uh, I was going to say Count Dooku or uh, (laughs) Palpatine. You know, he thinks, thinks, never mind. Let's not compare it to the... Let's tie it into another Disney franchise. Mm, Perfect. Poetry. Um, But yeah, I think I basically want to get to like the last fight in Hong Kong. So they, yeah, they figure out that the that Matt Mendelson is trying to destroy the sanctuary so that that they can bring Dormammu. The barriers will be down around yeah, Earth, basically. And Dormammu can come to Earth. So they destroy the London one. They beat up the New York one. Beat they up don't the destroy New York it. One. <laughs> so they destroy they it, but... figure well since New York's not destroyed yet, they must be going to Hong Kong. So they go to Hong Kong. By the time they get there, it's already too late. It is in chaos. complete chaos. Ever yeah. so many people dead. Um, yeah. Dormammu is ra- is raising so. Um, he uses the Eye of Agamotto to rewind what's happening mm-hmm. while he and and Mordo are moving in, moving forward through the back. It's like they're moving in. They're moving for. They're moving forward, forward in time while wild. everything is repairing and reversing itself. Yeah. And also fighting Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Which I liked the way they kind of broke out of time yeah. too. Like they were reversing, and when they saw what was happening, they were able to do something to kind of like manipulate their molecules or something and, mm-hmm. and bust into that, which I thought was really I will cool. say, for all criticisms that I might have about this movie, about, like, whatever, every... Like, that, this movie would be worth it just for, I thought, the creativity of, like, that scene, where, mm-hmm. like, they would, like, punch one of the mindless ones into, like, a wall that's being reformed, oh, and then I love that. stuck in the wall. Yeah. That was so cool. Well, and, and was, from the actual sense of, like, literally almost every Marvel movie ends with Wherever you are is being destroyed, and yeah. you're fighting that big villain. So having having one of the last fight scenes be everything repairing itself, and you see the person fly back off the ground into his windshield, yeah. the car drive back away, the bamboo come back up on the sides of the buildings, and like the whole time still fighting and like you know hurting the other the other people. But that was a very cool. I, I thought that was really refreshing. Like yeah. that was a moment where I was like, this is weird. This is this is magicy. That I I like this. This yeah. is really cool. Um, well, so, what do you think about the dangers in storytelling that could be posed by the fact that he can now reverse time? He can't he because he doesn't to. have the eye of Agamemnon or, or Agamemnon, Agamemnon, an actual god yeah, or a is... king from fucking Troy or something. Um, uh, no, I, they kind of put the lid back on that, which is sort of like the Harry Potter thing. Like, well, you live in a world with time turners, but you're letting this girl like get in more classes with it. Why don't you just go back to when Voldemort was screwing with people and just kill him? You know, it does open up this whole thing, but I think they're they've implied that it's too dangerous to use, but not to just bring Wong back just yeah. out, back from the dead, yeah. right? Like that was a thing, and we can talk about it now if we want. But um, he manipulates time, and he sees Wong impaled on this piece of metal. He rewinds. They kind of grab Wong, and he and he comes back into the their present while yeah. he's reversing. And he's like, oh my gosh, you know, reverse time, that's forbidden. And he's like, he's like, well, sorry. And he's like, well, if it's working, keep doing it. Yeah. So his thing is like, you know what? This was forbidden, but hey, we're, we're this far, so let's do it. By the end of the movie, spoiler alert, Mordo kind of turns his back on Doctor Strange. He's like, I can't believe what happened. The Ancient One was doing mm-hmm. something weird behind her back, and, and I'm not even going to give you the time of day right now. I got to go. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of this thing was like, well, in the middle of the battle, it was fine, right? What? What was fine? That he he didn't seem to have any problem with reversing all the damage and stuff in the fight, yeah. and then he had a, like a lot of problems with the manipulation of it afterwards. Yeah. What's uh, up? Am I? Uh... <laughs> yeah, you're for your. I, I think remember. you're just remembering something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he so in in the fight, Doctor Strange does leave, and he goes. He jumps into the dark dimension. Yes. And he confronts Dormammu. Oh, best. What? I think it's the best part of the movie. <laughs> I personally, but. Um, so he confronts Dormammu, and he's using the Eye of Agamotto to basically put, like, Dormammu kills Doctor Strange, just like, I'm not dealing with you, die, and he yeah. kills him, but then he jumps back in, and you realize he has set up a time loop with the Eye of Agamotto. He always, he always appears right before he jumps over this hill yeah. and says hello to, to yeah. Dormammu, and, and so he can always start at that exact yeah. moment. And so he's, he has trapped Dormammu in this time loop. And so he's, Dormammu's like, well, I'm going to kill you forever. He's like, that's fine, but you're stuck here forever. Yeah. And so 
he bargains with Dormammu that if you leave our realm and never come back, I will release you from this time loop. Otherwise, you're here with me forever. Um, I thought that was a pretty that was a pretty creative. I I cannot. I was so happy with that. I think that is such a cool and creative way to deal with a villain. Yeah. And a very talk about one of the more heroic things I think you can do, where he's like, I'm going to suffer over and over again for eternity mm-hmm. because I know that the threat you you pose and that's worth it. This yeah. is my ultimate sacrifice is like unless you you agree to to keep us safe and never, you know, come back, I will keep dying and yeah. and that'll be your your life now. Yeah. I thought that was great. Jesus only did it once. <laughs> Jesus also didn't tap, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I think this movie made more than Passion of the Christ, so uh, sorry. Or maybe not. I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Maybe he is like the original Doctor Strange. Um so Dormammu eventually, after killing him like hundreds of times, in different ways in too. Different he, ways. Dormammu gets creative sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes he makes tentacles come out and kill him, and other times he just shoots him with a beam. And uh, with sometimes like Doctor Strange is like feeling sporting and blocks some stuff also, yeah, yeah. and then he gets killed. Ugh, there's like one where like so he gets good. like a giant rock through him, and then there's one where like ten rocks go through him. And we're just like, God, <laughs> this is like the worst Groundhog Day. Yes, yeah. Oh, I thought that was so great. But eventually Dormammu releases. You know, says, fine, yeah. fine, fine, release me and I'll leave. And um, when he comes back, Mads Mikkelsen's like, hey, you lost. And he's like, psych, dude, you lost. And he's like, what's happening to me? And then he gets sucked in the dark dimension. So he lives forever, but not how he wants. Got him. Got him, baby. Uh, so that is essentially where the movie ends. Uh, like, is it uh, Mordo kind of <laughs> says, like, <laughs> That is where the movie ended for Robert. For Robert, yeah, Mordo Robert. says, like... I think that's when I walked out. Yeah, Mordo says, like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, the Ancient One betrayed me, blah, 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 so... Um, oh, well, then the... I guess the... When does the Ancient One hand over the reins to... She does? Strange? She just dies, right? Oh, she dies. Yeah, yeah in New York... Because didn't mention that. Right. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, the Ancient One is killed by Mads Mikkelsen. Um, that is kind of a funny moment, is Doctor Strange shows up at the hospital carrying the Ancient One and is yelling for... Christine is, I think, yeah. is the character's name for Rachel McAdams' character, and she's like, "Are you serious?" Like, she's like, "Look down at her hands," and is like, "Are you for real?" Like, you you just came back a little while ago. Yeah. You're wearing weird clothes, and you were had in astral form. Now here you are again. You've yeah. got some other problem to deal with. Yeah. Um, but she didn't really hand. I guess she did kind of say like, "Yeah, he became the sorcerer supreme at that, like at the end of the New York chapter, or just of." Well, she kind of said that like you, like before that fight. They had a sort of a meeting in the New York sanctuary, and she said, "Like you know, the the caretaker of the sanctuary is now dead. You would be the one to caretake for it now. I think you'd be the right person." Okay, so he went like he's like Rico in Starship Troopers. He's just getting like promoted up, yeah, up and yeah, up. He's like, "Oh, you're yeah, in charge yeah. of New York. Oh, but you're also going to be in charge of everyone in, in a second. Yeah. Okay. Um, so by the end of the movie, he is. Essentially, Sorcerer Supreme because hey, nobody left. Nowhere else to go, but yeah. uh, you're you plateaued. Um, so, movie ends. We get the mid credit scene that Robert. I don't know what you're talking about. Thor okay. and Doctor Strange. And, and then, then, you, then we also get the post credit scene. Oh my god! <laughs> where Mordo finds Benjamin Bratt's character and oh. the guy who had used magic yes. to kind of. To just want to play basketball so you again? Find, you find out that, like, he could have kept his injury but also used his used his manipulation of magic to help the world sure instead he chose to just save himself yes he um, only learned enough to walk with magic and that's something that dr strange could have also done mm-hmm. you find out like he could just heal his hands and then go on his mary or he could use the magic to kind of help the world mm-hmm. um so benjamin bratt is working at his job and then he more what's his job i think he's a mechanic or something uh, okay so uh mordo shows up and steals his magic away what yeah and so he's like crippled he's like why is he why are you doing this and he goes there's too many sorcerers and so that's how the movie ends and so oh are they setting up mordo to be like a a villain i think so oh he is a villain in the comics right i didn't i didn't know that i didn't expect that i thought it would be more of like i thought it was just going to be a setup for him them to be at odds Mm -hmm. but eventually help one another i didn't know they were going to set him up to maybe be a villain wow was he even using dark magic or no he was totally against yeah dark magic in the movie like that's why he was so upset when he didn't use that purple stuff i I don't think so it seemed kind of I, i don't remember what the color of like his 
Like when you ripped his magic out, it seemed like a different color then. Okay. That would be the ultimate irony. I think. I think if he, then he tapped into dark well, magic. It'd be, it'd be too much people. like the end of Green Lantern, where it's like Sinestro is the good guy for the whole movie, and he's like, oh, I think I'm gonna put on this yellow. Why right did my now. parents name me Sinestro? <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, not without its flaws. Sure. Um, but overall, I, I enjoyed it. I think one of those things where, again, it shouldn't you know can't apply to all movies, but like I'm more excited for the next movie in the series yeah. of Doctor Strange because. They've gotten some of that out of the way. The first thing they can do in the next movie is have Doctor Strange even more far along in his magic, yeah. you know, doing stuff. So that it'll be interesting to see where they take it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see him interact with the rest of the world too. I want to see what that, you know, what magic looks like with mm-hmm. the rest of the Marvel. Well, because as someone so. as someone pointed out too, in the comics and maybe not all iterations, but he is still a doctor, mm-hmm. but now he can treat things with magic too. Mm-hmm. So when he comes up against something he approaches it like a doctor would like how do i solve this problem how what what's the way i can fix this physically or magically yeah. so i'm i'm excited to see kind of where they take that character and thor sounds like a natural you know in the way that they're like what well, you call science we call magic so yeah. it'll be interesting to see if they blend blend that at all mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was a yeah pretty pretty good movie i i enjoyed it i think like it is probably it, as much as like um, Asgard is just like this big CG monstrosity. Like I think this movie contains probably more CG than any other. I think to better use for the most part. There were yeah. like you know you mentioned some of the dimensions are a little, a little uh, you know album covery and stuff like that. I, I, honestly, I was fine with that. The, when the, especially when his hand grew the fingers that were mm-hmm. also hands and stuff like that. The, the whole idea that's like a seventies animation of like whoa whoa yeah. like felt kind of Akira esque. Yeah. But I yeah. loved it. I loved it. Anyways. Yeah. Continue. No, I I don't think there is any order to continue. Yeah. Um, so, like, in terms of, like, where he fits in with the Marvel Universe and where this movie fits in, like, do you think it's kind of, like, do you find it to be, like, a worthy movie in the scheme of... Mm. I, I'd put it around, like, Captain America Thor 1 levels. I yeah. Wouldn't, I wouldn't put it as far down as, like, Iron Man 2 or sure. anything yes, like that. Yes, yeah. So. I, it definitely doesn't feel... It's learned some things from the other Marvel movies. It's repeated uh-huh. some of those, like, other tropes and stuff. And I feel like some of that is also just, like, the formula. They, yeah. I wish they realized more that people are going to see it anyway. Yeah. And to take a couple more chances, instead of being like, well, everyone expects this formula, so we can't deviate too far. Like... I think they should sometimes. Like, yeah. I think they should. I think that would be I, yeah, exciting. I, think, I mean, they've even, if they want to go with proof, stuff that's been proven before, they prove that doing that can be successful with Guardians of the Galaxy. True. Because I think that was pretty so, And far. that's, I'm also excited to see then what the second movie is going to be like. Do you think, what, what will the second Guardians movie be like? Is it going to be like the first Guardians movie, or is it going to be like the second in Marvel movies, where... Right. There's more of an extraneous villain, and mm-hmm. it's just a block to the next movie. Yeah. More, I don't know. I'm, I'm. It'll be interesting to yeah. kind of see how much they let James Gunn kind of keep his touch of what yeah. made the first one good. Mm-hmm. So they introduced the time gem in this movie. How many gems have they now? We got time. We got mind and, and vision. Mm-hmm. Um, the tesseract is the space gem. Yeah. The aether. Aether is the power. Yeah. Gem or no? Purple is the power gem that just blows up planets when you touch them. I think. Yeah, from uh, um, red one is space uh, uh, or something. It's another one. Yeah, another one. So is was that five? Mind, six? Is mind in there somewhere? Mind is, is Vision's five? gem. Oh, okay. the manipulation. And so I guess the last one's a soul gem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Okay. So and who that knows? Will, that could. I have a that very be introduced in either. I think Ragnarok will probably be. You think Ragnarok will have to be another Infinity Gem? If, if we have, or, be, but it I, could also be in. I think they might have already announced it. Oh, you think so? Me. I don't know because he kind of made a point of saying like it's so crazy that all these things showed up on Earth. So unless they have some good reason for it to have already been there, yeah. that's too many gems in one place. Like Thanos should have just been like, "Oh, go to Earth and get four or five of them." I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing Ragnarok. I think they'll be hinted at, if not them obtaining the final gem. Because then they all have to get somewhere. Yeah. It, a movie will end at some point with Thanos acquiring all those, or in the first Infinity Wars, whatever they're going to rename it now, yeah. he will get them all in that first film and use them. Yeah. yeah. Talk about, man, but from what they've shown already, it's going to be insane when all those powers are, are active at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you set up the last gem in the first movie and then have a, the whole second movie be about taking Because well, now they're not, now it's not a part one, part two. 
it, they they said that they. I mean, it's not going to be called part one and part two. Not part, part one, two, but separating it into two. They're separating into two movies, but they want them to. F- they are feel like claim. Two they want them to feel like two different movies. This might be the first time we've ever had anything like that, where so many part one and part two movies feel like half of of a film. I don't think they want it to be like Deathly Hallows part one, and the, where like it ends and you're just like, well, that's not a satisfying ending well, to a movie. Which holds. I and I rewatched that more recently, and it holds up a little better. But I think that's also because I like Harry Potter. Like sure. I feel like if I was just Joe Schmo I mean, and I uh, saw it, I'd be like, that was the last Hunger Games, where it's like the that's, like, yes, yeah, like the the part one of that was like Nothing. that's the end of a movie, yeah. or like or like the Hobbit movies, where like it ends on a cliffhanger for a movie, and you're just like, well, like. I, that's it's okay. It's okay to have unanswered questions, but it's not okay to be like dangling that right yeah. in front of you. Oh, by the way, Smaug's going to Lake Town. Yes, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Tune in the next movie to see what happens. It's just like it's not a satisfying ending to a movie. So I think with the these part one, part two of the Avengers, it's going to be more of a satisfying ending. But also there is a preposition for the next movie. Yes, I think. So I I think it'll be less like. Now Thanos has all the stones, and he's like, like stop with Thanos <laughs> about to punch Captain America in the face, and then oh, da, 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 tune in, in next yeah. summer to next week on <laughs> yeah. Will Goku and, and yeah. uh, Captain America. So yeah, yeah, good movie, guys. I'm starting your motorcycle. You going home? I'm, Where are you going? Anything you guys want to talk about before we go? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, the plan for next month is Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. Oh, can't All wait. Right. See, there's here's another movie that we're hoping they will branch out and do something a little different. At least I am. No, I hope it's more Star Wars. <laughs> more, more Dexter Jetster. Uh, yeah. Baron Papanoida. Baron Papanoida. Huge cameo. (laughs) Huge cameo. Elon Slezbagano. Yeah. Pop his head in there. I hope all these characters that they've shown in the trailers are not going to be in the movie all that much. And it's going to be a ragtag group of Baron Papanoida, Elon Slezbagano. Yeah. Just pod racing each other. Just pod racing each other. Yeah. Uh, Odie Mandrell. Yeah. Sebulba. Watto. All the Uh, great ones. Other weird names. Juan Quadraneros. Ben Quadraneros. (laughs) Kit Fisto. Yeah. Back from the dead? Isn't Kifisto dead by this point? Uh, they cloned him. They, they, they oh, just okay. cloned him. Yeah. Okay, well, there are clones, so I guess that makes sense. Um, but that should be good. I'm excited for that. Yeah. All right, we'll see you next month. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.